welcome to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, the glorious Robbie Rotten, who is still the Deep Six Wrestling Champion. I first won the title at Payback in June, and I have defended it. This is my fourth title defense, and I just they just keep coming. I just keep taking on all challengers and winning. So, uh, yeah, who's going to take me down? We'll see. Maybe at all out. But for now, we are going to talk about WWE SummerSlam. And it is just me again because, uh, yeah, nobody else decided to join me for this episode. And uh, speaking of me winning, our loser is Sam, also known as Glenn Crawford. And he is going to have to do a mukbang uh, of whatever food I decide on. And he's going to have to eat a bunch of food that we all pick for him based on the category that I decide. Still thinking about it. I have some uh, interesting ideas. So we'll see what I come up with. Uh, A little bit of news before um, I talk about SummerSlam. It was confirmed during the show that Keith Lee, after losing the NXT Championship to Karrion Cross at TakeOver, is now going to the main roster. He's debuting on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night, or actually, you know, it's going to be tonight when you listen to this, because it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, good for Keith Lee. I guess dropping both titles, you know relinquishing one and losing the other one worked out for him. Hopefully he gets a fair shake on the main roster and does well. I think he's uh, the kind of star that Vince McMahon will enjoy and will book well. We'll see. But I think he could do very well on the main roster. So we'll see. Good for Keith Lee. Uh, I don't think there's anything else of note to talk about. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, there was the kickoff show, which featured um, Apollo Crews and MVP for the United States Championship. They announced it a couple hours before the show that this was going to be on the kickoff show instead of the main card. And uh, they didn't add any matches like we had as one of our bonus points. So, uh, yeah, a little bit surprising because they do that pretty often. They kind of add matches the last second. There's a few matches I could have seen added, too. Uh, but there is also payback next Sunday, so I guess there's no uh, rush to throw any matches on the card, and that's fine. Uh, I guess I think most of us would rather them take the time to build up matches, and most of the matches on this card had pretty good builds, so fine by me. Uh, this feud's kind of been going on forever, and it really hasn't done anything for anybody. And I actually did not get to watch it. I was at a friend's house. Uh, We were doing like a barbecue, like SummerSlam watch party. And we were kind of outside eating and chatting. We didn't really care about the kickoff show. And uh, yeah, Apollo Crews uh, retained. He beat MVP with his uh, powerbomb finisher. And that's about it. Uh, Shelton and Bobby tried to beat him down, but Cruz escaped the beatdown and left with the title. And I hope this feud ends. It doesn't sound like it's going to from them trying to beat him down, but we'll see. 
Um, Cruz is great, but it just kind of seems like he's he needs something. He needs I don't know. I don't know. I think he needs a heel turn per se, but I think he could definitely use a mouthpiece. And you could do a face with a mouthpiece. It's it can work if done correctly. So hopefully that happens. He's very talented. Uh, crew, I mean, MVP's fine, I guess. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but uh, he needs to move out of the title picture. If Maybe, if anything, they'll put Bobby in the title picture, and then it'll be better. I don't know. I wouldn't mind them moving on from the Hurt Business against Cruz altogether, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so we start the main card with... Uh, Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I missed a couple, uh, maybe the first five minutes of this, but that's okay. Um, from what I did see, this was really fun and really hard-hitting. They have great chemistry. They've had a few matches together, and they've all been really good. Starting with their NXT Women's Championship match at, um, I want to say it was... I don't even remember. New Orleans? Was it New Orleans? Or... N no, it was definitely not New Orleans. I don't know. Maybe someone could remind me of that. I don't know. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, they had uh, really good chemistry. And, uh, you know, just some good stuff. There was definitely a little bit of shenanigans featuring uh, Sasha Banks trying to... Uh, help Bailey out, and it ended up costing Asuka in the long run when uh, Sasha took a hit for Bailey, and Bailey was able to roll up Sasha, uh, not Sasha, oh my god, roll up Asuka for the win to retain her title. She's now had the title for over 300 days in this reign, so not in, so including the uh, without like it's it's been well over a year that she's held this title in the last since Money in the Bank 2019 basically except for about four or five days when Charlotte won at what was it Hell in a Cell or Night of Champions Class of Champions whatever they call it aside from those few days Bailey has been the champion which is insane. Uh, they've really given Bailey the ball and let her roll with it, and it has been awesome to watch. And, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, especially with Sasha now. They've, uh, really worked off each other really well, and Asuka's been a great foil for them. A lot of people were questioning her getting a match for both titles, and I, I kind of get the complaints, but at the same time, who better than Asuka right now? She is on fire. And she's a believable challenger for both of them. And to win two matches in one night. She is a beast. So uh, I'm fine with it. Match was good. A uh, really good way to, to kick off the main card. And yeah, surprisingly, they did not do uh, the Raw women's title match directly after as I thought they were going to. Instead, they did the Raw Tag Team Championship match which was the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega, who came out dressed as Sombra from Overwatch. Overwatch is great. It's one of uh, Deep Six Wrestling's favorite video games, if not our favorite video game. It's up there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we really appreciate this. I mean, 
I had to tell them about this, but still, they were they were all pretty pretty excited about it. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Zelina is well known to be uh, really into video games and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, good for her. Zelina seems like a really cool chick. Um, let's see. Uh, and also, Kevin Owens was on commentary for this, so that is notable. He was supporting the Street Profits with a uh, Street Profits t-shirt on and a red tie. Uh, you know, it's good to see him on the show at all, considering he didn't have a match. So at least he was featured in some way, because he is fantastic on the mic. And he definitely added to commentary. And... Um, the Street Profits were able to get a little bit of uh, some revenge on Garza and Andrade for uh, the poisoning, air quotes, of uh, Montez Ford. They pick up the win, retain the titles. I'm a little surprised they've held the titles a long time. I kind of figured uh, this might be time, but it seems like maybe there's some dissension in the heels again because Zelina uh, got knocked off the apron when she was trying to interfere and Andrade went to check on her leaving Garza exposed to get double teamed by the Street Profits and taken down by a awesome frog splash where Montez rotated 180 degrees basically in midair and still hit the frog splash it was really cool to watch that man is a freak athlete and a future star uh, yeah, I'm not mad about it. They're, they're a good team. You know, they deserve a good title reign, and they've had a pretty solid one so far. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with Garza and Andrade. Is this the end, or uh, will they get another shot? I don't know. We'll have to see. But this was a pretty solid match. Nothing uh, special. Uh, not as good as the opener, but still pretty good. Uh, next up, we had the No DQ Loser Leaves WWE match between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. One of, if not the best built rivalry so far in WWE this year. And um, yeah, they definitely delivered. I thought they had a really good match. Um still jury's out on why they changed this from the hair versus hair match to this uh, a lot of people are speculating that it's so cheap so Sonya can take some time away to address the situation that happened uh, last week or earlier in the week I don't remember when it was exactly but uh, with the home invader who tried to kidnap and potentially kill who knows thank god it didn't happen thank god she was able to get away and you know what? It's understandable. That's a really traumatic thing. If she just wants to get away for a while, completely understandable. If she has to go take care of legal stuff with that, uh, get it, you know? So, uh, yeah, obviously Rose picks up the win and gives DeVille the time off. Uh, it's notable that after the match, she had an interview where... Uh, Someone said, Sonya Deville, uh, what, how do you feel about having to leave WWE, all this? And she said, don't ever call me that again, and shoved the camera away. So maybe she's going to come back with a new persona, maybe go by her real name, Daria, or maybe something completely different. Maybe she's not coming back, I don't know. 
Uh, it's hard to tell, but I do think that we will see her again. Uh, yeah, this was very hard-hitting, uh, definitely fitting of the rivalry. They weren't, like, just grappling and wrestling. They were fighting, which is exactly what this needed. They used some weapons. They went through a table. And, uh, yeah, Rose looked the best she's ever looked in the ring. She hit a bunch of running knees. Then she hit her double underhook face, face buster finisher. And then another knee to the face to pin Sonya. And then Otis came down and celebrated with her. And she had Mandy do the worm. It was... Uh, it, it, it happened. But, yeah, this was, uh... This was great. Really, really enjoyed this. Exactly what it needed to be. And uh, I hope this is not the end for Sonya overall. I hope she comes back. And uh, looks like we might have a a top babyface contender for Bailey going forward. So we will see. Uh, next up was the street fight between Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins. And... Uh, there were definitely a lot of expectations for Dominic here. And he absolutely lived up to them. Uh, Seth Rollins came out in, like, uh, basically it was an homage slash, you know, he was mocking Rey Mysterio from uh, 1997 Halloween Havoc when he faced Eddie Guerrero. It was like a, a tribute to that gear. So it was kind of just like a slap in the face to Dominic and to Ray, which was great, great heel work from Seth Rollins. The gear looked pretty cool, I thought. Uh, I think Joey hated it, but whatever. I, I, I thought it was cool. Uh, Rollins is always on point with his gear. So, yeah. And Dominic had some, uh, some pretty cool looking like blue wrestling gear. It looked a little bit AJ Styles-ish. Maybe Ricochet-ish. I don't know. Something like that. But I thought it worked. You know, it's good that he's not just wrestling in, like, jeans or something. He actually looked like a wrestler, so that's good. And uh, he looked great. He looked absolutely fantastic. He's got a great style. Uh, he's definitely got some, like, Lucha stuff in there. Some good Lucha thing. Uh, definitely, obviously, you know, influenced by his father. And... Uh, he just, you know, he lived up to it. I hope he continues to wrestle at this high level. I mean, it's definitely uh, a testament to Seth Rollins as well, because Seth Rollins is one of the best in the world. But I hope uh, I hope Dominic can live up to this too, because he, he looked great, and I'm not going to just say it was he was carried or anything. I thought he did a really good job. Good on uh, the newbies this weekend, because... Uh, First, we had Pat McAfee absolutely blow all expectations out of the water against Adam Cole, and he looked absolutely phenomenal. I'd love to see him in the ring again as well. And then here we go with Dominic. So definitely, definitely well done for both of them, and I hope to see more in the future. Uh, this was hard-hitting. There's definitely lots of kendo sticks, as there should be. Uh, there's definitely chair shots. We had... A bunch of great spots. Um, Dominic hit some frog splashes, and they went through off the top rope through a table with a white Russian leg sweep. That was awesome. And uh, Ray, Ray was at ringside. Obviously, he got his Dominic's mother tried to get involved. Like she came down to the 
the ramp and Ray basically like stopped her and was like, Hey, I got, I got this. And he went to go help Dominic when buddy tried to get involved and he kind of, he stopped buddy, but then Seth and buddy, uh, were able to handcuff Ray to the turnbuckle and then they beat down Dominic a little bit. And then basically Seth destroyed Dominic with a kendo stick in front of uh, in front of Ray while he couldn't do anything, and then he hit the stomp and pinned him for the win, uh, as he should, giving Seth some mega heel heat. And what a great match. I thought this was probably my favorite match of the night. Um, yeah, I thought it absolutely delivered in spades. Everything about it was perfect for what it was. And this is going to continue the program. This has been one of the other, the next best programs. I mean, a lot of people don't approve of the eye for an eye stuff. That's a little silly. But they've still had a pretty good feud. And uh, I think it's going to continue. I think we're going to get uh, the Mysterios versus Rollins and Murphy. Maybe as soon as Payback. Maybe they'll hold it for a little bit. But I think we'll probably get it at Payback. Maybe a tag match. And, uh... Look for the Mysterios to get their win back. And this was great. So great. If you're going to check out any one match from the card, it's this one. Dominic is 23 years old. And, wow. What a great job from that kid. Keep it up. Next up, we finally got the Raw Women's Championship match from Asuka and champion Sasha Banks. And... These two have great chemistry, so it is no surprise that they had a fantastic match. Uh, probably my second favorite match of the night, maybe, but really good stuff. Very hard-hitting. Uh, it almost looked like Sasha wanted to really hurt Asuka early in the match. Obviously not, but, you know, that's how. that's a testament to how good these two are. When it looked like there was some legitimate beef here. You know, they were really hitting each other really hard. Especially Sasha to Asuka. And Asuka sold being tired from the first match really well. But still being resilient. Uh, just, wow. Hard hitting. And hellacious. What a great match between these two. And uh, Bailey attempted to return the favor from earlier on. But... It did not pay off because Asuka was able to hit a spinning back fist on Bailey and then tap out Sasha Banks with the Asuka lock to win the Raw Women's Championship back. And Sasha chokes yet again. She is now, I believe she's 0-5 in title defenses. Uh, she has never been able to successfully defend a title. That is... That's crazy. That is really, really crazy. I can't believe that's that. Like, I'm surprised that she's been booked that way. That's very surprised. It's very... Especially for somebody that is one of the faces of the women's division and has been for so long. She's very talented. I don't know. I think that'll... Uh, but maybe that'll make the inevitable implosion of the golden role models that much better. Maybe uh, Sasha's the one to take the title. And maybe Sasha finally is able to defend said title. 
for a long time. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, that's got to be the end game, I would hope. But who knows? This is WWE. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, really, really great match. I uh, I enjoyed this definitely much more than the opener, which was still good. But, oh, man. These two can do no wrong with each other. And good for Asuka. Asuka is on fire, and I hope she gets to keep that title for the rest of the year at least. Next up, we had the WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. And I was surprised that this wasn't the main event. I really thought it would be. But that was reserved for the Universal title on this night. And, uh, yeah, they had a very, very strong match. Uh, very good chemistry. Uh, I felt like maybe they were holding back just a tiny bit. Uh, I think they are obviously going to have another match. Uh, possibly as soon as Payback next weekend. But, uh, yeah, Drew has been just incredible in his WWE Championship reign. This man deserves so much credit for how much he turned his career around in the last five years or so, especially... And he has been a revelation this year on the mic, in the ring. Everything he does has been fantastic. And uh, he retained the title here uh, with a backslide. So no finishers were taken. There was not a single RKO, not a, uh, not a Claymore. There were teases, of course. But uh, yeah, nothing was actually given. So 100%. There's got to be a rematch. There's definitely some argument from Randy that can say, oh, you didn't you didn't actually, I mean, obviously he pinned him clean, but he didn't actually beat him in a, in, I don't know. I, he, I could see it. It's, he's a heel. He's He's been on fire on the mic as well. Randy has been the best he has probably ever been this year as well. So definitely a great feud for this. I, I'm all for it. So, yeah, give me more of this. They had a great match, and I think that they can do even better. So, give me this as the... Uh, actually, it probably won't be the main event because of what happens later. But, give me this in, like, one of the top matches at Payback or even... I can wait. Give it to me at... Uh, what's next? Hell in a Cell? Night of Cha Glass of Champions? TLC? I don't know, Halloween Havoc, Starcade, I don't know. Give it give me this as a huge match coming up again. Give me a rematch and I think it'll be even better. And this was really good, so I would check this out. Honestly, this whole show was really really good for the most part. Every match really delivered and was top to bottom a great show. So, yeah, I would watch this. This might be WWE's best in-ring show of the year. I think it probably I think it probably has to be. And then finally, for the main event, we have the Falls Count Anywhere match for the Universal Championship between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. And surprisingly, Alexa Bliss is nowhere to be seen. She did not make a single appearance here. Nothing. Just to get that out of the way. Very surprising. She has been featured heavily since, you know, 
since Extreme Rules. Uh, so I was very surprised to not see her involved in some way, shape, or form. It seemed like she was going to be pivotal in this to who won, but she was not featured at all. Um, you know, these two beat the hell out of each other and hit each other with all kinds of weapons, uh, including a toolbox. And there was a choke slam. Wyatt got choke slammed onto the announce table, which didn't really break. Looked like it definitely hurt. It it kind of looked like it knocked the wind out of him. So I feel like it slowed him down a bit for a lot of the match. This match was not was probably the weakest in ring match of the night. It was still all right. Look, it was still solid, you know, but it wasn't really what it could have been. I think. I think that might have been it but maybe they just I don't know maybe they just don't have you know what I don't know I don't know what it was but it just wasn't my favorite match uh they went through the barricade you know typical Braun Strowman spot where he sends someone through the barricade they fought up the entrance stage and into the backstage area into gorilla position and uh, they threw each other off the walls. I kind of figured, oh, this is where they're going to go for her, find Alexa. And Alexa's going to try and stop them. Nope. Uh, they got. They basically went back into the ring. Braun hit another power slam. Second of the match. Another two count. Of course, because, you know, the Fiend's not going down with just a power slam or two. And then uh, Strowman got a box cutter and cut up the ring. And exposed the wood under the mat. But this backfired because The Fiend hit a, a Uranagi on it and then hit him with two Sister Abigails for the three. And, yeah, he wins the Universal title, which is great to see. I'm glad to have him champion again. And then you'll never see it coming. Immediately, immediately, as he wins and stands up, The Fiend is speared by the returning big dog, Roman Reigns, sporting a shirt that says, uh, I don't even remember, what's the shirt say? I don't know, it's like, arrive and leave, yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, it's like, destroy and leave, or something like that. I don't remember, it's a new shirt, go buy it on the WWE shop, sure. But seriously, it is great to see Roman Reigns again. And you know what? I did not see this coming. They uh, they definitely got me there. You'll never see it coming. I did not see it coming. I figured Reigns was going to be out for the rest of the year, and here he is. So uh, he speared the Fiend. Then he absolutely destroyed Strowman. He speared him and then hit him a ton of times with a chair. And then he hit the Fiend again with a chair and shouted, You're just a freak in a mask. He picked up the Universal Championship and said, I run this bitch. And he stood tall to close the show because he's Roman Reigns. And you know what? Good for him. Uh, he, a lot of people are like, oh my God, is he a heel? Is he a heel? Probably not. But I'd be totally okay with Roman Reigns just being like, I mean, he could still be a babyface, sure. Like, Stone Cold was a babyface. But I'd be okay with him being, like, just, like, you know, like, having an edge. And not being, like, a cookie cutter or goody two-shoes. You know, as long as he's got 
some kind of edge to him, and he's kind of a badass. Fine. He looked great here. It was great to see him. Uh, I hope The Fiend doesn't lose the title right away. There's definitely rumors that they're going to have a match as soon as Payback, and uh, nobody would be shocked if Roman won, which, I mean, I wouldn't be too mad. Roman has not been world champion in, like, how long has it been? Two years? So, it's not like, oh my god, Roman Reigns is world champion, and that's shoved down our throats. It's been two years since the man's been world champ. So, it's not like he's been world champ recently. But, you know, I wouldn't mind The Fiend getting a good run again. Or maybe they'll have a long program and trade the title back and forth or something. Who knows? All I know is I'm glad to see Roman back. And Roman versus Wyatt is a wonderful match that I am more than down to see. I'm interested to see the dynamic with The Fiend to see if he changes Roman in some way. Uh, are we done with Braun Strowman? We probably should be at this point. Uh, it was a clean win. But who knows? Maybe will Alexa play into the future? Who knows? Uh, where was Retribution? They didn't show up at all. Uh, they were not on this show in any way, shape, or form, which is, again, shocking. I thought for sure they were going to do something. I thought they were going to disrupt the main event. I thought the main event was going to be the WWE title match, and they were going to disrupt that. They didn't even show up in the back. To, they didn't even kick a chair over nothing. Not a peep. You would think that uh, the most disruptive, chaotic faction of all time would be around to to just to ruin things and destroy the biggest party of the summer, but no. I don't know. Um, that was a little odd, but yeah, they were not around. I have to say, I did not mind the Thunderdome. I'm kind kind of dug it. I thought it was. Uh, inobtrusive, you know, it's it wasn't distracting, the fans seemed like they were being pretty respective, or being uh, pretty respectable, uh, and they weren't, you know, they were clapping, and they were cheering and stuff, they weren't being uh, annoying or anything, it wasn't, I don't think it's an eyesore, some people think it's an eyesore, I think it looks fine, and I know it's a little, yeah, maybe they could make it a little better, but I think it's fine for what it is, it's definitely better than not having fans it's i think it's better than the nxc superstars that's just kind of meh and they have the piped in crowd noise which is fine i don't you know they did it for the greatest match ever and it didn't bother me there and it feels more natural here than that so it feels better there so yeah uh i would 100 percent give SummerSlam a thumbs up every match was great except you know there were a couple of matches that weren't the bat, you know, every match was really good, at least. Except for the, the main event was kind of meh in the ring, but the aftermath was great. So, that made up for it. And, yeah, everything was really fun. So, uh, really delivered, as you would hope, a big four pay-per-view would. So, great job, WWE. You guys knocked it out of the park this weekend with both shows. But I think SummerSlam was the better show overall, in my opinion. Um, yeah, definitely enjoyed it uh we will be back for uh aew dynamite on thursday and then for uh, presumably we will also be back for new japan strong on friday and then for summer struggle at jingu we will be back f saturday 
So that is a big one. Uh, cannot wait for that. The card looks stacked. And yeah, really excited for that. We'll probably be announcing the results of... Uh, I guess we'll do be predicting Summer Struggle either Thursday or Friday. So you'll be getting that. The results of the Jingu uh, stipulations came out today. And they are as follows. Okada and Yujiro will be a three-on-one handicap match. Uh, so it's Okada versus Jado, Gato, and Yujiro. And the Toro Yano and Bushi match is a two-count pinfall match. So that's, you know, two... It's a two-count instead of a three-count. And then Desperado and Kojima is no finishers allowed. So that'll be interesting. Uh, very interested to see what happens this week. So, yeah. And then, of course, we have All Out on September 5th. That is the next time the title will be on the line. So we'll see. Can't wait. Lots of great wrestling coming up. Also, Payback next weekend. I'll probably do a podcast by myself for that, too. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. It is a good time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, guys, thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't. Uh, go follow us on Twitter uh, at Deep Six Wrestling. Go find us on Facebook at Deep Six Wrestling. And if you don't like listening to it wherever you're listening, we are on Anchor, we are on Stitcher, we are on Tuner, we are on Apple, and we are on Spotify. So go ahead and subscribe. It really helps us out. It takes a second. It's free. And, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you guys watch SummerSlam and like the show. Uh, if not, tell me about it. Peace out. <laughs>